Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, friends. Doug Addison here. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. You know, we're moving into a very interesting season. I'm a times and seasons prophetic person, and that's basically how I'm able to come up with the daily prophetic words, just in case you're wondering technically. But this is something that God's doing right now. I want to talk about what's going to happen over the next few weeks and months, and it's going to set you up to receive from heaven. I'm telling you, we are entering into an awesome time because we're also entering into the days of awe. That's why it's awesome. So Lord, we just pray right now, open the heavens over us to hear your voice. I pray right now for an increase in the ability to learn to discern the voice of God. I pray right now for dreams and visions and the activation of things that maybe we didn't even know we had. I pray right now for the healing of our hope deferred because we've had prophetic words in the past that didn't come about. I ask now in Jesus' name, yeah, this is going to be an exciting time. I tell you, we are entering into what's called the Jewish holiday, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and then it moves on actually beyond that into the Feast of Tabernacles. And it's a 22-day period in September. Again, I say this all the time. You know, I don't celebrate the Jewish holidays or anything like that. I just noticed that during these times, God was speaking to me. And a few years ago, I started getting intentional. You know, I, I had heard my prophetic friends and other prophets years ago talking about being visited by the Lord and stuff. And I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the Lord said to me, go back and look in your journal. You're going to see something because I journal every day for years. And sure enough, God had been speaking to me during the days of all. It might not have been right on that day, but it's a season. Also, it wasn't the level I thought it was supposed to be, but it sure was powerful. So one of the things I want to recommend right now is to get your hopes up because God is healing something. I, I have this prophetic word, Proverbs thirteen twelve. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. God said to me, he said, tell my people that right now, hope deferred is being healed. He's releasing a tree of life in your life. And I like the message version, unyielding disappointments leaves you heart sick. But a sudden good break can turn life around. How about you? You need a sudden good break? You bet God's about to do something, and we're going to see all kinds of things start to come together, and it's going to be a fun time. So years ago, you know, I've been a prophetic person. I've been hearing God a long time. I've been operating in the prophetic for a number of years, doing meetings and, you know, giving people prophetic words and things like that. A few years ago, though, I started noticing this condition called hope deferred. So many people have been getting prophetic words, but there wasn't enough fulfillment. There wasn't enough 
tree of life. There was a lot of heart sick people out there. So I went on strike, actually. You know, I, I said to the Lord, you know, I want dates. I want times. I want seasons. I'd like names. You know, I don't get that many names like my good friend Sean Bolts does. You know, have you ever been around him? He gets these names and addresses and where you work and stuff like that. But it doesn't matter, you know, the details that you get. What matters is that we're in a relationship with the Lord. What matters is that we strengthen our ability to connect with him. Ephesians 1.17, I pray that you would have the spirit of wisdom and understanding so that you may know him better. That's my life verse. That's one of them right there. That you would have the spirit of wisdom and understanding. That's the prophecy. That's revelation so that you can know the Lord better because that is what counts, folks. My daily prophetic words suddenly went to a new level once the Lord released this answered prayer. I was praying, Lord, I want dates, times, I want seasons, I want to help people. I didn't want it for my own accuracy. I was already hearing the Lord pretty clearly, but I wanted to be able to help people because I saw this condition, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And then suddenly I started being able to get the times and seasons, prophetic words that I do now so I can release a word a month. I'm just giving you some inside stuff, inside scoop of how the gifts work and how it's been working in my life, you know? Quite often, we need to get outside the box. We really do. We get into a rut. And like in my case, I was in a rut of giving the same prophetic words over and over, but not seeing any results. So I got in the Lord's face and I said, come on, give it to us. Give us something new. So that's my background of where I'm coming from. I'm coming to you actually from the eyes of a prophetic evangelist. I've been doing evangelism and outreach for a long time, but not anything like you think. Oh my goodness, no. Please don't put me in a box. Don't call me, you know, the standard evangelist because I'm not. I started using prophecy, dreams, dream interpretation, and even interpreting tattoos as a way of outreach years ago. So this is where I learn to cut my teeth on hearing God for other people. So what I talk about and, and the things that I teach right now aren't necessarily just theory. They're based on experience. And I've been a business owner and a church planter. I've been a pastor. And right now, I'm trying my best to present what I'm hearing from heaven in ways that are down to earth and doable for all of us that way. We can jump in to the deep end, you know, without drowning. I'm trying to make it palatable, you know, so that you can hear a word from God. I bring these words on earth as it is in heaven. I have heavenly encounters almost every day, but I have them at some level. And I try to bring it to a place where it's understandable and doable for all of us. So that's what I want to do right now. I want to set you up for what's coming in this next season. Now, as a times and seasons prophetic person, what's the most commonly asked question people have for me? What time is it? Well, I grew up spending summers on my grandpa's farm in Michigan. He was a a wheat and a corn farmer. And he was also where I got my First Nations heritage. And a lot of the Cherokee that I have in my blood is in him. You wouldn't know it. I'm a white guy, you know, but uh, there's definitely, you can tell, I can't grow a beard. I have high cheekbones, can't grow a beard, have no hips. But besides that, I uh, anyway, I'm just teasing here. But I had these two 
descendants in my grandfather on my mother's side, these two Cherokee leaders or chiefs. And I didn't find this out till later in life. I wish I would have known back then. But this is where I got my prophetic gift. I knew that my mom was prophetic. Yeah, I do. Oh, my goodness. Isn't it tough to grow up with a with like a prophetic Pentecostal mom and you can't get away with anything? You know, I used to come in and she'd, she'd be standing there at the door. What'd you do? And I like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Anyway, it was so funny growing up. I used to think, you know, what is she? I didn't understand the prophetic gifts back then, but she got it from her father, my grandpa. And so I used to spend time on the farms with him back in the 1960s. I used to watch him go outside, look up at the sky and the earth. He had dreams and visions. He knew things before they happened. He didn't realize this, you know, he didn't understand that this was a gift from the Lord. And out of nearly two dozen grandchildren, I was one of the few that used to go and visit with him, spend my summers around him, just, you know, just soaking up. As a 10-year-old boy, I felt there was something significant in what he did, but I did not understand it. And back in the 1960s, we didn't actually know about the prophetic gift that much. But, you know, Grandpa received Jesus before he died later on. He's in heaven now. But he taught me something very, very valuable. He taught me the value of harvest time. What time is it? It's harvest time. Grandpa would say, smell that. It's going to be a time of harvest. It's going to rain. We better prepare. He would say different things. He'd say, look at that. Smell that. Do you see that? You know? At that time, I didn't understand these things, but now I do. And I want to say to you right now, smell that. This is a time. I tell you, I have never felt more of an expectancy than ever. I know I've been saying it for a while, you know, in my prophetic forecast for 2016, the volume one and 2017, I saying that the revival was going to start before it has. I'm not sure when it's going to start, but I do know. The things that I wrote and saw, the Lord showed me, is true. It's going to come, folks. And we need to contend. We need to press in right now. I believe 2018 and 2019 are going to be the start of the great harvest. We're going to see some things happen. We're already seeing it behind the scenes. I'm part of some things that I can't say publicly. But I've been seeing some of the outcasts, some of the people. They're not outcasts themselves, but they're people from the church consider them outcasts. I've been seeing people getting filled with the Holy Spirit and many revivals going on underground. And I've been seeing things happen all over the world. But we're about to see something hit very soon. So the season that we're entering into right now, as I record this, August 2018, is called the Days of Awe. And the Days of Awe is a Jewish holiday called Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. This year, Rosh Hashanah will be September 9th through September 11th. And then 10 days later is the Day of Atonement, which is uh, Yom Kippur, September 18th and 19th. It actually goes for 22 days during September because there's also the Feast of Tabernacles and the final day called Hashanah Rabbah, September 29th and 30th. 
It's going to be 22 days of awesomeness. There's going to be encounters. There's going to be dreams. Whether you see them or know it or not, it will happen, folks. Whether you know it or not, I'm telling you. I've been feeling this. I've been experiencing it. And now I want to help prepare you for what's going to happen shortly. The books of heaven are opened over us during this time. Now, I'm not talking about anything in the law of Moses because we're set free from that. But I'm saying that the Lord still operates on this. And you can actually, you can look up on wikipedia.com, the days of awe, and you'll see this laid out what the Jewish people believe and practice. But you don't have to celebrate these things. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year. Uh, Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement. You know, we have the blood of Jesus now. We don't need that atonement. But the Lord still operates on this timetable during this time. So I've had several experiences over the last few years where I have actually seen these things happening. During the days of awe, the books of heaven are opened over us. Daniel 7 verse 10 shows us there are books or scrolls in heaven that are opened in the courts in a heavenly review of them. Now, this is something, there's all kinds of different books. Psalm 139, 16, we have a personal book. There's one where Jesus actually talks about his book in Hebrews. The writer of Hebrews talks about Jesus having a book. We all have these books or scrolls and they can be about us. They could be about blueprints and strategies needed to advance the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. So I've had several encounters with the courts of heaven over the past few years, especially the last year. I want to read to you Daniel 7, 9, and 10. And I want you to picture this happening because it's going on during the days of all. As I look, now this is Daniel, as I look, thrones were set in place. The Ancient of Days, that's the Lord, took his seat. His clothing was white as snow. The hair on his head was like wool. His throne was flaming with fire, and its wheels were set ablaze. A river was flowing, coming out before him. Thousands upon thousands attended him. Ten thousands upon ten thousands were before him. Now, these were angels. The court was seated, and the books were opened. Now, that is some serious times. The Daniel 7, Ancient of Days Court, very similar to on earth, we would call it in the United States, the Supreme Court, and the books get open. So this is where it is in the Bible. And the Lord told me that we're again this year going through a time during the days of awe that the Ancient of Days Courts are going to be convened over you. The Father, that's the Ancient of Days, is rendering decisions and judgments for those of you who have been called to be part of this next move of God. Don't worry when I say this, but he's also rendering decisions and judgments, not judgment in the way you think. I'm saying judgment has to happen, not in a destructive way, but it has to happen for us to advance to the next level. Now, whenever I say, I try not to say the word judgment because there's such bad press about it. But the Lord's moving right now. And listen to me. Those people who are trying to put something, pin something on this message that it is not, you know, this is not an end times thing. The Lord's not going to suddenly uproot us and, you know, and all the stuff that 
that you see negative things happen. Oh, no. He is now going to avenge the enemy for over-attacking us. We have been under a time where the enemy has overplayed his hand against us, holding back the revival, causing these terrible weather patterns. The enemy has been causing the shootings and people losing their minds. But the Father in heaven is now rendering decisions. And this next move of God, the revival that is coming, is going to take place. I tell you, it will. And Jesus, I, I tell you, I've, I've had some encounters with the Lord, and he just says, just hold on, hold on. It's going to happen. It really is. And we're going to see some things take place. And so there's just a, there's a war in heaven, I guess. It would be the only thing I could think of is there's a battle happening in the heavenly realm right now. And that's why we're seeing the weather patterns, the floods, the fires, the earthquakes. It's, it's similar. This is not an end time prophecy, folks. The end time stuff has been misinterpreted. I, I want to tell you because, you know, I'm just saying it's been misinterpreted and God is not coming back. Jesus is not returning until we bring the revival on earth. He's not going to leave out the billion souls that late prophet Bob Jones saw. But there is a heavenly battle going on. And it is not going to be all of a sudden the good people are raptured out of here. And then, uh, you know, the bad people are going to face judgment like we've seen in the books and things. This is going to be a time of revival on earth. I don't know about how this is going to play out. I'm not an end times person. I'm just saying right now. I'm planning long because the Lord said, I'm going to do a move on the earth and you need to plan for it. You need to get ready. And don't worry about the end time stuff. Don't look at that. Don't get distracted. What you need to focus on is love, loving people, those who've been rejected, even by Christianity, wounded, you know, in in general, there's a lot of people who've been wounded, but God is now going to bring it. He's going to bring this revival that I had actually seen that's going to take place. It's very similar to Ezekiel 34, where there was some mean and abusive leaders and sheep pushed away the weak sheep. And the Lord says, I'm going to do a move and I'm going to bring that group of weak sheep in. Now, I'm not saying anything about judgment. I'm not judging those. I'm just saying the Lord wants to do this move right now. He's going to break things open. He's going to break off the restraints from the past. Now, I realize that as I'm saying this, people might even be offended at what I'm saying, but they've been following my messages. This is why we need to love and not judge, because God is going to do this new move. We need to prepare right now. Let me help you. Colossians 2, 14 and 15 talks about breaking chains and contracts of the past having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, he has taken it away and nailing it to the cross and having disarmed the powers and authorities that he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Now, this is Jesus, what he's doing, right? He's canceling the debt of the past. He's canceling the debt of your sin. He's canceling these things because the enemy has overplayed his hand. Now, there's also going to be something happen, the repayment and the transfer of wealth. Proverbs 13, 22, 
a good person leaves an inheritance for the children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Now, I've heard this over and over, you know, the wealth of the wicked has been stored up for the righteous. And it's true, it's right here in Proverbs, but we haven't understood how to get to it. The Lord is going to open a gate in the Spirit. He's going to do a shift in the Spirit that's going to turn these things around. The finances that we need for global kingdom harvest are going to come in. There's a new gate opening in the Spirit this year. I saw the Psalm 118. 19 and 20 gate open up open for me the gates of righteousness and i will enter and i will give thanks to the lord this is the gate of the lord through which the righteous may enter now notice it's psalm 118 notice it's 2018 they go in hand in hand the lord is going to open the gate of righteousness that's a revival that's going to start and we're going to have encounters right now the the awesome days of all. I didn't mean to get serious out there with the judgment stuff because I tried to just bring people out of thinking everything in judgment and to start putting on the eyes of love. Now, last year, the Lord shifted everything over me. I had 50 days of encounters behind what I would call a spiritual veil in heaven that all of a sudden things opened up for me. Ephesians 117, I just said it. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. That verse, I tell you, became so important to me after my 50 days of encounters. The heavens opened when Jesus was baptized in Luke 3.21. And what I'm just telling you right now is a basis for interacting and having these encounters and dreams that we're about to step into during the days of all. We want to have an open heaven. Now, here's a test. Here's the battery test to know if your heaven is closed or is it open. Read Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and to not harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and pray to me, and I will listen. Now, that's a great verse, right? In fact, that's our destiny. Print it out. Put it on your refrigerator. Pray this in. But here's the step right now to see if the heavens are open or closed. Are you living under the open heaven of Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12? In other words, do you know the plans the Lord has? Are you prospering? Are you, are you in debt? Are you in fear? Or are you in agreement that the Lord will not harm you? Have you received the plans from the Lord? Has he given you a hope and a future? Do you pray to him and see answers? Now, what I just told you is the positive side. A lot of people get under the negative. And when I realized one day I was under the negative, I was, hey, I was under the spirit of poverty. I was in debt. I didn't have, you know, the Lord wasn't prospering. I was in fear of harm. I didn't know my hope. I didn't know my future. I would pray and wouldn't hear the Lord. And that's when I said, my goodness, we need to open this up and flip this around. So I went out on a, a quest for several years it, one of my messages I would preach was the Jeremiah 29, 11, and 12 flip. In fact, I'm going to do it right now. If you are not seeing this in your life, if you're not seeing the positive things of Jeremiah 29, 11, right now, Lord, we pray for the reality. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Lord, we break off the spirit of debt that would keep us from prospering to where we can be free 
to do what you call us to do when you call us to do it. Lord, we pray right now for this Jeremiah 29, 11, not to harm us where we're living in fear. Break off the spirit of fear, the tormentors, and that we would live in peace. Lord, we pray that you would give us plans, a hope, and a future. We pray and ask that when we cry out and pray to you, that you would listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Now watch. You're going to see some stuff start to happen. That's a step to open the heavens. So what we're about to see is the revival of the rejected ones that are going to come in. And we're going to see many people. Actually, we're going to see different levels of revival. There's lots of them. I know the one I'm called to be part of is the revival of the rejected ones. And this is Bob Jones. He's in heaven now. But uh, when I first heard his tape back in 2001, we heard a tape. We watched a video. Bob Jones talking about the billion soul harvest, about how he died, went to heaven and prophesied. And, you know, he was prophesying some things and the enemy killed him, but the Lord sent him back. And he said, I tell you, I'm going to do a move on the earth when the population of the earth reaches six billion. I'm going to do a move and bring in one sixth of them all at once. And I tell you that that happened at the year 2000. And we haven't seen the revival yet. We're contending for it. We're contending for the billion soul harvest to come. And we started our ministry at Light Connection to fulfill, to help fulfill that. So anyway, I'm just giving you the background right now. And so we need to make sure that we're coming in line with what the Lord is calling us to. One of them is Zechariah 11.4. This is one of my calling, shepherd the flock marked for slaughter. That's the ones that people, you know, Maybe it's some of your own kids. Maybe it's our grandkids, or maybe it's people you know that are, you know, living lifestyles that are different than you agree, or maybe doing things that are bad. I'm not saying what they're doing is right. I'm just saying, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to pastor the flock marked for slaughter. And so what we want to do right now is get ready for the release of the spirit of wisdom. We need to get ready for the release of the finances every time I would hear Bob Jones before he went to heaven in 2014. I would hear him talk about the billion soul harvest. He said, you're going to need a lot of money for that because the people don't have money. And that's why the Lord is releasing right now. He's releasing strategies from heaven. Isaiah 45 verse three, I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places so that you may know I am the Lord the God of Israel, who summons you by name. We're about to see the storehouses of heaven open up. Malachi 3.10, see, I will throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing, you will not have room enough for it. Well, we haven't seen that yet, you know, but we're going to need it. So the Lord is now going to shift things in the heavenly realms. We're going to see this change happen. That's why I've been teaching about the courtrooms of heaven, because we need to interact with God on earth as it is in heaven. Unlike what we did previously, I had an encounter with the courts of heaven. The mediation angel helped me in a dream to resolve a legal issue over my book that actually two weeks later, I got the contract back without even contacting them. That was my first encounter back in 2010 with the courts of heaven. And the legal injustice system is very similar to that of heaven. 
in Isaiah 43, 26, review for me the past. Let us argue the matter together. State your case for your innocence. You'll see it throughout the Bible that the courts of heaven actually operate very similar to that of the courts of earth. But it's not like God is the judge ready to kill you or anything like that. That's a lie. That's the enemy trying to make you think that God does not love you. And it is not true. He is an honest and good judge. He has Jesus is the mediator. We have the witness of the Holy Spirit. We have the word of God as our testimony as well. And we see Satan as our accuser. So we want to operate in the courts of heaven. And you can get repaid for your losses and injustices. Joel 2.25, I will repay you for the years that the locusts have eaten. As we're moving into this time, the days of awe, the courts are open. We need to understand the courts of heaven. And that's why I've been doing my online training about it. I've done several webinars on it. And this is what I want to do right now to prepare you for what's coming. There's going to be 22 days of awesomeness, whether you know it or not. You know, it might be just dreams. It might be whatever. But I tell you, the Lord's going to release something new over you right now. So I want to activate this word It's a prophetic word that I didn't hold any punches when I said, you know, some things earlier. I wasn't trying to judge anyone. I'm just saying, don't focus on those strategies, the end time strategies. Don't focus on that stuff. Focus on doing the work of the kingdom. Don't focus on all the negativity out there. Oh boy, that will close the heavens over you. Right now, the Lord is coming and he's going to bring dreams and visions. He's going to open up the heavens He's going to unleash the storehouses. I saw this. I saw a vision once where every time we prayed and we didn't see an answer, the Lord didn't forget. It went into a storehouse for you. And now there's a time coming. I believe it's now that the storehouses from heaven are going to be opened over you, over me. So, Lord, we pray right now. Unleash the storehouse. Prepare us for the days of awe. And if we're listening to this later, God is outside of time. You can step into this word right now. We prepare, we pray that you would prepare our hearts, dreams, and visions, supernatural encounters. Make us sensitive to you, Lord. We pray for the interaction with angels. We pray, Father, for the ability to learn to discern. This is what's coming in 2019, is the ability to learn to discern. We're going to see things, mysteries that have been hidden. We're going to see things open up right now. Lord, we ask, send revival. Send revival. Send revival. And it must start in me. It must start in you. We need to get a personal revival. You cannot give away what you don't have. We've got to get this now. And I saw this happening over the next couple months. The Lord releasing plans and strategies We're going to see some things open up in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you've been around my ministry, you can follow me at DougAddison.com. But I want to encourage you, download my new free ebook. It's called Four Keys That Change Your Life. And this is something the Lord has been encouraging me to get this message out there. Get it out there. Now download the ebook. Then you'll get an offer for three audios that I recorded. You can't find these anywhere else. 
but we're offering them for cost, basically. The ebook's free, but the, the three audios is four ninety nine for three of them, and that's basically our cost. You can download them right away. But there had to be a cost put on. The Lord said this. He said, I don't want you just to put this on your website, you know, in your shopping cart or your online store. I want you to offer these three audios that I recorded specifically with a message the Lord told me to only to those who read the free ebook because you're going to get the four keys then use the audios then to activate it. And that's going to be something that's going to shift the atmosphere over you. So just go to DougAddison.com for that. All right. Hey, thanks, everybody. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.